Hi everyone, welcome to Try Watchers Podcast. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's chosen The best one so far. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have the energy to finish the sentence. I'm actually really, really tired. Uh, <laughs> hi everyone, welcome to the Try Watchers Podcast, the weekly podcast where three idiots talk about watches. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Thomas? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, hold on. I thought these podcasts... I said was... three. I did say three, but... Yeah, you said three. There's two of us. Hold on. What? Cam? 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 Cam is somewhere, and wherever that somewhere <laughs> is, it's not here. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he'll be, he'll be back next week. Hopefully, Cam, yeah, so... if you can hear us. Which is, which is the problem, because Cam is like the glue that holds this together. So this may all just fall apart. Because oh, uh, Cam is the person who talks more about. Are you about to say uh, that we're going to divorce if he's if he's not there? You not, and I. Not divorce. <laughs> <laughs> not, not so much divorce as go down in flames. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, I keep but, my um, I keep my knife uh, close to me just in case. <laughs> a knife. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. I'm yeah, commit there. Harry. You're going to commit Harry Curry. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Basically, yeah. Well, uh, how are you doing? Uh, good, good. Well, uh, yeah, still uh, fucking the trendy, the 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 the, the, the um, 2021 trend, I would say. Yeah, uh, I'm a fashion big team, so they say COVID <laughs> is so uh, trendy. So I got it. Yeah. You're not a fashion victim. You're a fashion criminal. Uh, yeah, technically speaking, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know if it's the if it's the UK one you've got or no? And and what, to be what fair, yours comes from. Yeah, so I I know which one it is, and as I was telling a, a, a client, um, not in this term obviously, but we were joking about the fact that I have the Brazilian version, and I said, oh. "Hold on, I've been screwed up. How come I had the?" Uh, the, the, is that uh, the one uh, where is that the one where it leaves you with just a stripe of chest hair, the Brazilian one? <laughs> All the rest of your chest hair falls out, but one strip down the middle. That's a good point. <laughs> no, I was I, I was more I mean I, I was more thinking like hold on, so I got like literally like tickets uh, uh, to and return uh, um, to Brazil without either the Copacabana beach, uh, the, the the view with the sunset. <laughs> The cocktails and the nice girls. Hold on, uh, that's unfair. <laughs> oh, at least you have to just—that'll uh, be your first destination when this is all over. Then just yeah. make up for it. Go. Well, I got the virus. Now I'm going to get the full experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about you? How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, mate. I, uh, what's been going on here? Really, the most exciting thing that happened to me this week was I got a parking ticket. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> Wow, it's ridiculous. Sad. I parked. I borrowed a guy from work's car, and I parked it outside. And uh, there was like a sign next to it that said, "You're fine to park here." And about thirty feet down the road, yeah. next to a small piece of pavement, there was a disabled parking sign. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like, "Well, that's definitely nothing to do with me." All the way up here, mm-hmm. and I came out in the morning, and there was a parking ticket that said, "You've parked in the disabled space." So, and I looked. I went online, looked at the photos, and the guy who gave me the tickets had to stand like at the end of the street, 
just to get the field of view wide enough to wow. get that sign in and the car at the same time. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's a bit of a stretch, but uh, so I, I complained about it, and they went, okay, we accept your complaint, and we'll re- and uh, we'll refund you. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think the guy actually walks with a with a, a, a disabled parking sign and like there's one of his colleagues <laughs> holding it next exactly car. next to the car? <laughs> no, I think he was a. It was like quarter past nine at night or something. I got it. So I think he was just probably having a really boring day with not a lot going on and was like, oh, I need to give someone a ticket today before I go. Ah, <laughs> oh, this guy will do. <laughs> Bang! Gave me. A there you go. And it was you. Yeah. I have not driven a car properly in about two years now because I haven't had one out here. Just, I literally had the car less than 24 hours and I got a parking ticket. That's brilliant. <laughs> I was like, I have not missed using the car at all. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so hold on, is it a, a new car or I didn't get that? No, I borrowed it from a guy at work. Oh, a guy okay. at work stuck in, stuck in the UK at the moment and always not letting anyone in unless you're a citizen or a permanent resident. Right. So he was, he was like, can you look after my car for me? So yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, that's so how he, that's how you were looking at it by getting tickets. Yeah, that's how I was looking that's after brilliant. it by getting a wheel clamp on it. Yeah. <laughs> I say yeah, car, it's a smart it's a smart car, it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving it back along the motorway from where I picked it up and every time like a lorry went past it's just uh, yeah. it's like shaking <laughs> like Yeah, it's like oh. Oh other God. than that, yeah. it's a bit of freedom. Yeah. So Alright. Should we do a wrist check? Um, yeah, that's a good See, point. We, we have to think of all the things that Cam normally makes us do. Yeah, I know, Cam, I know. But Cam guides this and says, like, okay, like, let's stop talking about stuff that is not watch related. Was, uh, let's, let's not talk for ho- five minutes about on, parking com- tickets. Compla- complaining yeah. about you isn't one of the things that Cam usually do. Or Oh, no, sorry. That's that's my role for you. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, have you noticed now Cam's not here? We're getting on better. So it's Cam's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Just blame it on him. But uh, yeah, in my my best Cam impression, should we do a wrist check? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Thomas, what are you wearing? Um, So surprisingly, well, uh, well, it actually makes sense. Um, I was about to say that uh, surprisingly, um, so I was on site today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my flat is still not completed after almost a year. But for an architect, that this, I mean, doesn't make sense. But anyway, um, and I wasn't wearing the Seiko. I'm like, hold on, that's strange. But technically speaking, I was putting together some, well, IKEA uh, kitchen. So <laughs> that's not, um, I wasn't doing like either concrete or plaster. Or, so I could have more, uh, more, uh, well, I wouldn't necessarily say decent, but I mean, yeah, more uh, um, I mean, refined you just choice need to, on the You wrist. just need to tell me if I need to blank this out, because I don't know. Are you supposed to have left your house? Sorry? <laughs> are you supposed to have left your house? Do I need to bleep this out in case? Oh, you mean like, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I Yes, I left uh, my, my parents' uh, place. I was by myself. No, no, you didn't. I was... you, you built a kitchen at your parents' place. You didn't go Yeah, anywhere. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so of course, yeah. I was working there I mean, by myself, okay? I didn't open the door to anyone. So so I didn't actually finish my the sentence about the wash. I was wearing the uh, the my Panway Luminor. Um, uh, yeah, so a little bit of a change compared to usually it's not Seiko, either gold or regular. Yeah, well, you, you know, Cam's not here. Someone's got to wear a panorama. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I mean, actually, talking about uh, about Paraguay. Okay, sorry for what I'm about to say. Yes, I've seen someone yesterday. I was uh, still in my flat, and uh, one of my neighbors. I mean, yeah, he called me saying, "Oh, yeah, I have this delivery guy, uh, guy uh, who has a package for me, but I'm not there. Could you take it for for me?" Blah blah blah. All right, so. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I was wearing a mask, so not uh, uh, putting anyone in danger, okay? So, got, I got the package, and then my neighbor um, uh, came by. And the first thing you see is, like, oh, you have a Panerai! Hold on! I'm, I, I need to, to get mine and show it to you. It's the first time in a while that I've seen so, oh, so much excitement when it comes to watches. So the guy <laughs> run, I mean, run up uh, three floors to pick up his uh, Panerai, come back and say, hey! Look, hey, we have a, we have, we both have pan rides. <laughs> was it? The, well, I was going to say, was it the same one as yours? But they all look the same, so. Uh, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not able to say which model technically, but it was, uh, it was a Luminor. It was a thinner and and smaller version, and uh, it was a GMT with. Uh, um, oh, sorry. Um, Day and uh, and second uh, and second hand. So oh, okay. I think that's the duo, the duo, the smaller one. I think the duo, the duo that's got the smaller, the smaller case. I think. Which, by the way, was really strange because it's the first time that I see a Panerai with a GMT hand and no hours mar uh, marks on the on the bezel. You sure it was a real Panerai? Yeah. Where did he get? Where did he get it from? Knowing the guy, he was a real. <laughs> it's a real. He didn't get it like a, some dodgy backstreet. Like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you yeah, didn't sell I it need to, to make some you? research. Huh? <laughs> you didn't sell it to him, did you? Uh, it's oops, one of the old ones no. you got rid of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the F one? <laughs> yes, exactly what I meant. No, no, no. I still have this F one uh, somewhere in the in the drawer where it, sometimes. But anyway, what about you? <laughs> uh, I got my Tudor Black Bay thirty six on. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm just yeah, I've just got the same small handful of watches here that I'm just cycling through, and just yeah, I, I really want to get back to my watch collection so I can change them up for something else now because I've had I'm the same. A couple of watches for I don't know, like a year now. Right. Well, just just uh, sell your Snoopy so you can you can buy twenty I other watches. I haven't worn my Snoopy in God knows how long because it's not here. I'm not going to sell it when I haven't been able to wear it. Yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> kind of need to be there. <laughs> I mean, guys, you can't you can't see Dave right now, but uh, I, I like I like the fact that he keeps the Snoopy vibe no matter what happens. So if he doesn't wear the the, the watch. He has a, so right now he has a jumper with a, a, a little Snoopy on it, just making sure that Snoopy so somehow is around. I think the next thing really is he's gonna have a Snoopy uh, tattoo on his uh, uh, on his uh, uh, on, well yeah on his ass just to make sure that there's Snoopy around. <laughs> how, how do you know that I don't? <laughs> uh, that's that's a good question. I need to ask Vicky actually. <laughs> <laughs> like you just have to ask me nicely. <laughs> you don't have to ask anyone else. Dave. <laughs> I 
Are no. you wearing any of Snoopy on your ass? The answer is no. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not seeing whether I do or not. You have to think about it. I didn't, anyway, no. Hold on. Hold on. My question anyway, was. Uh, my question was. Do you wear? Do you have? Because now hold on. Hold on. My question was. My I know. I know. I know. But just, I just want to make the point on that. I didn't ask to see it. I asked to know. I mean, uh, um, ask if you were we- wearing one. That's a different. Uh, yeah, case your now. words didn't say it, but your eyes did. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk about watches, I suppose. Okay. So, there's anything in the news for you that's come out that you like? Uh, I'm going to be disappointing, um, but no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, sorry for the industry. Uh, I'm gonna be a bit snobbish and say like nothing interesting this week. No, I agree with you. There's nothing really interesting at all. There's a limited edition Zin U1, which has just got a this U1 with a fancy dial. Mm-hmm. Not even sure what the dial is. It's uh, I just yeah, it doesn't buzz me enough for me that I actually looked at it. It just looks like they've. It looks like they've got a normal black dial and just attacked it with a scouring pad <laughs> I just scratched it up and gone or like this was one that was kicking around on the floor the workshop that's been scratched up and they've gone uh, limited edition yeah <laughs> just sling it in I don't I don't know what this dial is but uh, I'm trying to find it here on worn and wound and see what they say it is but uh Oh, a dial that's been ground to achieve a pattern. I oh, see such nonsense and they say things like this. This this dial has been ground to achieve a pattern that will be unique to each of the five hundred examples. <laughs> so literally it's a scratched up dial and they've gone, Oh, well, it's unique. It's like, yeah, because if, we, you, we could... if you send it if you send it manually, you know, if it's handmade, then obviously every pattern will be different. So in a way, it's a direct connection to the person who uh, sent the the dial. You know, that is that is really a stretch, though, isn't it? Really to go, oh well, yeah, these these dials were scratched up, but that means each one of them is unique. I know. <laughs> no, it's, it, for fuck's sake! Like, it's, I mean, still, really, still, that's I mean, really swinging the lead. That to say that. Like, Still, it's an interesting dial, but just trying not, not, I mean, to justify it with, with, uh, yeah, with random but, logic. But is it an interesting dial? Though, really, when you think about what it actually is, it's not an interesting dial. No, I mean, the, I'm just... saying the effect. I'm not saying the process. I found the, I mean, yeah. the, the, I found the contrast between um, a really clean bezel and, uh, yeah, a clean bezel and and inserts. With this mm. random, uh, sorry, handmade, carefully uh, designed and scratched <laughs> dial, uh, hand applied grinding. Yeah, exactly. Um, I found the contrast between one and the other interesting. But then, do I? Interesting yeah. doesn't always mean good. Yeah, but you have this thing in English, which is you can you can understand the value and is it positive or negative um, uh, value of of. Uh, the word interesting based on how many seconds you have before the word, I mean, sorry, how many seconds of silence you have before the word interesting. So if yeah. Dave say, oh, that's interesting, <laughs> it's it's positive. But then if Dave say, oh, that's interesting, 
that you you there there now now you know that it's a polite version of like this is rubbish. Yeah, basically, so your English is coming along quite well. It's almost like you. It's almost like you lived in London for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, how much is this thing? It's. Uh, da, 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 da. It is two thousand eight hundred two thousand eight hundred fifty. So how? But I don't even know how much a normal one is. But mm. if it's more than a normal one, then they have really taken the piss. No, but it's no, it's a limited <laughs> edition because I told you every scratch is. Handmade. Hand applied. Each yes. hand is individually <laughs> scratched by hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, strangely, when it comes to scene in general, um, I think. I mean, it's it's a watch that I don't think I ever tried. I've never tried one on. I like the look of th- I like the look of them, but it's not one that I ever screams, buy me, buy me, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I like to look at them and understand what they are and why they're good, but at the same time, I'm just... They can be for someone else. They don't have to be for me. Right. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's two reasons for being a... I mean, apparently guys from uh, at Sin are <laughs> obsessed... Uh, upset, sorry, by two of your comments. One was on the dial, on the dial effect. The second was that it's not made for you. Oh, yeah, but we always say this. It's just because just you don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. It just means it's not yeah. meant for you. No, but, um, yeah, there's only one other thing that's really interested me this week, which is the Citizen Series 8, which apparently has been available on the Japanese market for a few years. And uh, I think now it's being released everywhere else. And it's kind of seems like this year might be the year of the integrated bracelet. Mm. Because this is another one alongside with well, what else? There was the uh, Tissot PRX that came out. We were talking about in the other episode. Mm-hmm. Very similar with the integrated bracelet. Um, this is another one. What's your it's opinion nice. about it? It's nice. It's. Um, I think I prefer the one with the um, more conventional bezel. Yeah, for sure. uh, they've got this one. That, they've got this one that's got like a kind of split, kind of not a split bezel, but it's got like a like a that's hard to black really in, like a black insert that goes from three to three and nine, and it, it just reminds me of the this in this watch in that formation reminds me of the new Amiga constellations. Hmm. Okay. With the ceramic dials, uh, ceramic mm. bezels. I don't like those either. <laughs> so, uh, well, it seems that David is, is really in the mood uh, this week. He doesn't like anything, even things that well, he talks about. There's only two. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what one, the one I'm talking about, and you're gonna see what I mean. That it does look why it looks kind of similar. Mm. And then obviously the constellation has that integrated bracelet as well. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they're not the same, but they're similar. And uh, I mean, this citizen's between a thousand and one and a half thousand dollars, depending on what one you get. Seems like it's quite a lot of watch for the money because they've come up with a new movement in partnership with Le Jeu Pere. Mm-hmm. Uh Comes out in autumn of this year. 
So I yeah. will save passing any more judgment until uh, until I actually manage to get hands on with one. Okay, well, well, that's probably around September time. I mean, they've, they've, the one the one I do the one that I actually do like the look of, which is the one with the plain steel bezel, has got a really nice textured dial. Hmm. Um. Yeah, but I I can't possibly comment any further until I see one really. Fair enough. And that's that right, really. Enough. I'm sure Cam would have something more to say about it if he was here, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll have to phone him in later on and just like uh, yeah. interject bits in and go, so what did you think about this? And I'll just I'll just piece it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna make I mean that much comment about it because um yeah, I'm I, I, to be honest, I think we've both just picked these two watches because there's nothing that's interested us at all. But we had mm. to find something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, oh, okay, this will do. But uh, it's hard. To, it's hard. It's hard to talk about something that you're forcing interest in. Okay, then I should force you to talk about our general uh, battle that we had for the past, well, what, ten years almost. The uh, old one, the vintage, vintage one versus the uh, contemporary version. Well, yeah, because you're a big. <laughs> You're a big advocate for you don't like reissues. You like I'm, to have the original. I'm lucky you said you you, you said you said uh, 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 advocate because when you started by saying <laughs> you're big, I was I was uh, yeah. I tell you what, I, t- I tell you that I wasn't expecting for a nice word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you've like been a big advocate. You're always a big advocate for, and I think maybe that comes from you got a family background in antiques and things like that that you you always want the original you don't you don't really see the point in getting the reissue when you could get the original and you you would go to lengths to find the original rather than the the reissue like uh your seiko that you wear all the time for example Mm mm-hmm and then, well, it's yeah, it's true. And, and well, and, and on your side, I mean, that's just as an introduction to the topic. I mean, you've always, and I think Camel also had this this uh, uh, approach sometimes uh, to get the the latest version of the of the line of product that I mean that we we liked in a way that you have the. It's basically like having the the last version of a, of your iPhone or your uh, or your computer. It's like. It's the latest technology available, which supposedly is ten times, a hundred times better than the original version. Hmm. But I think the, big, the, the the DNA of the of, of your original one. And I suppose the big one that we do, that we kind of clash on is the Speedmaster, because me and Cam, we all we all three of us really like the Speedmaster. Hmm. But me and Cam. Would like to have a new Speedmaster, whereas you own a what year is yours? Nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, but you're, yeah. but you're trying quite hard to source a dial for it, aren't you? Uh yeah, I was, but then the price of it is so ridiculous. So okay, so I spent just to give you an idea. Today I spent the the day putting together an IKEA uh, kitchen. <laughs> Uh, the the money I spend in the in the kitchen is more or less the same that I would pay for a second hand <laughs> dial in, in in good condition. 
give just give some background for people listening on that Speedmaster you've got though, because it is a vintage Speedmaster. Yeah. So and the, the dial in it is vintage as well, but it's not the correct vintage, is it? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Everything. Well, everything becomes vintage with time, really. <laughs> but, yeah. But it, yeah. So basically, uh, this watch is a watch that my dad bought. Uh, I would say roughly like forty years ago. Was it? Is it possible? Yeah, something like this. Forty years ago, and then he got it serviced in a time where Omega or other brands wouldn't care about like keeping the things in the original condition. They would go for what we were saying earlier, let's upgrade it to the latest technology, right? So they replaced the, the dial, they replaced the hands um, and serviced the, the, the movements. And then when I was 11, I remember uh, an evening, sorry for the audience who already had this story a long, long time ago in one of the first episodes, really. Um, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was eleven at a dinner. I was looking at my uh, my father watch and playing with it. And my dad was like, "All right, when you're gonna turn eighteen, I'll offer it to you." I said, "All right, fine, okay." And then seven years after, I went to my dad on the, on my obviously birthday and told my dad, <clears throat> um, "Dad, you remember that talking? Oh, for fuck's sake, you remember that?" <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, so I got the watch from, from my dad. And uh, yeah, so short story, um, the Dow, even if it's from uh, 1969, it's a, it's a premium, premium watch with, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember what's the, I don't know my uh, business uh, well. The, the movement, the reference number. So it's the 1861. One, yes, it's correct. Yeah, thank you. No, you're also with the 861, not the 1861, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Of course, yeah, 861. Um, and so it's just like a transition, transitional, I would say, would say uh, considering that it was, well, in a way, it's not the original caliber, but uh, it wasn't worn on the moon yet, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I, I got the watch with the original um strap actually my dad wasn't wearing it anymore he replaced it with the 90s um omega strap and then as i said the dial and the hands are unfortunately not the correct one and what really kills me is i oh, so the I, hands as well yeah i thought it was just the dial oh, no, okay the hands, yeah, well. just hands as well and what really kills me is uh i i had a look at what which reference number could turn into a tropical dial? Turns out it was right in the middle. <laughs> so yes, I mean yeah, the original dial has been probably uh, uh, um, um, I mean went uh, went to trash uh, in yeah a couple of years ago because Amiga decided that uh, this nice patina wasn't. Um, wasn't uh, uh, to the level they expected their product to be. So, so it's an Amiga Surface dial that's in it at the moment. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, so how much is it then to get the correct dial? Sorry. Oh, how much is it then to get the uh, correct dial? Uh, the 
last time I've checked, I can't remember what was the, the price, but we were looking at something like 2,000, 2,500 euros for, for the correct dial. Just for a dial. Yeah. And then you got and the then, hands on top as well. Yeah. And and obviously the perfect thing to do would be to have the, the, the exact same patina on the hands and on the dial. So trying to, to find uh, not only the correct dial, the correct hands, but the machine patina and the correct year. <laughs> that's that's the problem with buying vintage is that for me is all these little pitfalls you can go down like that mm-hmm. where you know you buy it oh but that's not actually correct oh mm. hold on let me just and then you, it's just an ever-ending chase trying to get the perfect one and then you get to the point where you are where it's not really practical to go any further with that chase mm. so now you've got a watch that is nice but there's something about it that niggles you. Whereas if I buy a new watch, I know what I'm getting. It's all correct. And yeah. I don't have to worry about things like that. So. Yeah, but then, okay, but then, okay, that's a good introduction for two, two topics. One is patina, and the second is uh, rarity. Uh, oh, bad pronunciation. Rarity? How rare, rare is something? Oh, right, rarity. Yeah, bad pronunciation. Right, oh, okay. So, and, 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 and the story that comes with. So, I mean, the, the watch I have is, okay, it's a Frankenstein, unfortunately. It's not in the, in the proper set that it, it's supposed to be. Uh, but it's the, clo- I mean, it's... It's actually quite close to the the the, the moon landing, right? It was uh, the watch is from, I believe, is from June, two thousand sixty nine. Last time I've checked, but I could I could remember that wrong. So we're talking about like few, I mean, just one month uh, uh, away from the, the the moon landing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, that's just like it's just um, those vintage. Elements are just like bridges or door to uh, to certain events or certain time, right? Mm. When I suppose the 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 if you're looking at a more contemporary version of the of the the speedmaster, speedmaster, it's an uh, oops, I'm gonna say the word. It's an homage to what it was back in the days. It's an improvement. I don't know if you can say that though, because then you'd have to say that everything is a homage to the original of everything. So then that means all nine elevens, that mm-hmm. all new nine elevens, homage to the three five six, to what that used to be before it became nine eleven. So I don't know if you can say that. But and then, then you could also argue where you say it has the history and it was all the stuff that's with it and what that thing was and the life it's had you could say the same thing with buying a new one and then you're adding a story to a new thing to a mm-hmm. new object mm. so you're just starting that cycle again well first of all there's an interesting uh, thing when, when you you were mentioning the 9-11 if we compare it to what we we're saying about Speedmaster I see a major difference um but then, anyway, well, I'm just going to say, you'll, you'll make your comment. The, the 9-11 has been a constant improvement. So there's still the, the original DNA, right? Mm-hmm. But except that it's called 90, um, and the architecture is the same. 
it's still called uh, 9-11, has a reminiscent uh, uh, design aspect. But other than that, they have nothing in common anymore, right? But then, right, but then the Speedmaster speed now... Yeah. yeah. It's still, I mean, you put it... But it's not, it's still an improvement because you've had, you've had the 321 and yeah. you've had the 861, the 1861 yeah. and now they've got the new movement in that number escapes me and there has been changes to the case size and hands and the bezel and things like that. So yeah, but you don't you don't see you you don't see a comparable difference between an original model and uh, 2021 compared to what you would say for a 911 from back in the days and from now. Well, no, because I think where things like uh, the 911 and cars change car design. It's because the exterior of a car is functional mm. from aerodynamics and things like that. Now, with a watch, the exterior doesn't necessarily have to change to be functional. <laughs> it's all to do with the. It's all to do with the interior, the the movement, and no, the movement is what's moved on. So, I'm not sure you could say that everything that's new is a homage of what's old. I think they're just they are they are still they well, they are just a continuation of that line. Otherwise, you'd, every time you made it, every time they went right, we've gone from a dot over ninety bezel to a normal bezel. You'd have to call it something else. Yeah. Now we'd yeah. be on like the Speedmaster thirty-five, <laughs> or we'd be on the G GMT Master twenty-six or something like that. I think I get your point um, when it comes to like techniques and inside and outside. I'm just wondering. I, I don't necessarily have the answer, but I'm wondering if, especially when it comes to like. Omega Speedmaster, or let's say Rolex Speedweather, uh, I, I can't say if Rolex is really looking into the future and trying to improve a model rather than always celebrating the past. Just the way the way. Yeah, I, yeah okay. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, Rolex is like a brand that doesn't really change much. They just change a couple of colors. Well, how many models do you need then? <laughs> well, this is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you can't say, "Oh, well, the new Speedmaster is just an homage to the original Speedmaster," mm. because it's still its own. It's not. It's still its own watch. It's just a modern, a more modern iteration of the original. Mm. But to say homage would be there's something different that's trying to be like that. Yeah, no, um, maybe the yeah the, the the word choice wasn't the yeah wasn't the the correct one. I agree with you. On that. Did I say I agree but with you on something? You did. Oh. I think I won. I think I won that debate, <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame because we've still got like another twenty minutes to fill. No, I didn't <laughs> say no. No, 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 be no so, We agreed on we agreed on the on the fact that it wasn't the proper word. Word. Do I do I prefer a vintage version than a than a, a new one. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I just it's just that. So, I don't, but then where do you so stand when, on when, things that are like vintage watches that are now so expensive that they're inaccessible and you just well, to people like oh, you, that's you, an interesting yeah. yeah I agree. That, is it acceptable to you then to buy the homage 
version. Okay, if we if we if we jump to another another model, uh, so we don't talk about Speedmaster anymore. Um, so Cam was the the one who introduced me to uh, the uh, the Monaco. Not saying that he didn't know yeah, yeah. The, the 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 model before, but spending uh, so much time with your guys, I had the the chance to uh, try try a couple of times before. Unfortunately, he was stolen. Um, and and uh, I, I thought about buying myself one a um, few years ago. Not saying that I have the money for that, but at least <laughs> I was just dreaming. And um, I, yeah, I jumped straight to the old version with the round pushers. Uh, so round pushers on my on one side, crown on the other. I know they went. Yeah, I mean after that. They they changed a couple of times the the, the design and, and moved back to something close to the original one, but the pushers are, are still not round. And we had this argument about like, was it with you or with with Camway? I was like, hold on, I think it's why the part they, they didn't keep the the the, the round pushers as uh, as original? I think when yeah when I fell in in love with with the design, what I like is to be to be as close as possible to the. Um, uh, to the original attempt to mm. what what was the so out of the blue they came up with they came up with with a design I'm trying to get that design do you know yeah. do you see what I mean rather than the 28th version even if it's an improvement of this yeah. original uh, design yeah I so it's just interesting that you would rather have the genesis of something rather than the refined version. Yeah. Regardless of whether the genesis one, like the original, is markedly worse than mm. the the improved version. I agree. I think. Uh, I mean, is this why you don't own a car apart from that mini? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a, uh, I used to have a, a more recent mini actually, two thousand one. Oh, you had a homage mini. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a one, yeah, a one mini, uh, a mini owned by BMW, but still produced for a couple of years in Oxford, before, uh, yeah, I moved away. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I also own. Well, no, I don't own the, the this uh, this mini anymore. But I still own um, an old mini from my grandmother uh, from nineteen seventy two um, that she bought brand new. And I, yeah, it's the same story. I try to bring it back to its original um, condition. Uh, so if I replace something cosmetic. Uh, that needs some replacement. I try to find a vintage version uh, of the element that I'm trying to replay, replace rather than go to uh, a brand new one. So I can't, you... I can't wait for you to apply this logic to just all of your life. And then the next time I see you, you'll be stood there with one of those big brick phones with the antenna on it from the 80s, like the first mobile phone. It takes two hands to hold, just shouting into it. Like the bloke out of a uh, trigger happy like Dom Jolly with a big phone. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, if 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 the phone wasn't so so important for business, uh, and if yeah, I mean yeah, I would I would jump to that sort of 
<laughs> stupid thing. But then, yeah, that's a joke which is fun, like for like three hours, and then you're getting sick of of. Well, essentially, uh, carrying uh, with you a brick all day long. Uh, but at least people wouldn't be sat there at dinner scrolling through Facebook, I suppose, if we still had those phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, well, the... Uh, I don't know how to argue. I mean, like, it, it's, there's no there's no way of, like, either convincing you of buying of, of, um, an old version and there's no way of convincing me of buying a new version. <laughs> I don't think it's a case of convincing each other. I think it's just a case of outlying our opinions on the matter. Yeah. And I think, for me, it's just... If I'm going to spend that much money on something... Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to worry about it so much. Mm. Like if I buy a vintage watch, if I buy a vintage dive watch, then I'll be, I'd be worried like what's the seals like? Is he going to let water in? Yeah. Uh, is the bezel going to pop off at any given well, we moment all, or something? Yeah. But we all know, we all know that using, I mean, essentially watches like tools, right? So, I mean, when I say tools, I didn't say watch don't tools. Don't say hammer. Yes, I was about to say it. So obviously, a vintage version will will last for ten minutes with you. <laughs> then again, I have got a couple of vintage watches, I suppose, because mm. I I bought a um, a CWC G10 right. uh, off of eBay, and that's a nineteen eighty three. But also, that's quartz. So the only maintenance that requires is putting a battery in it, mm-hmm. which isn't so bad. And I also got a 1990 Vostok Amphibia, mm-hmm. which is a hilarious watch. Um, and they were just talking about it on Scotch, Scottish Watches the other on the last episode, I think, saying about how the, uh, the bezels are friction fit. And uh, I think so Dave said, oh, so the bezel can just pop off. And Vicky goes, no, 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 it never happened. I tell you what, mine did. In a meeting, <laughs> in a meeting, and the bezel just went bonk <laughs> to the table, and I was like, Ugh. "So I was just sat there in this meeting, like not listening to anyone, just trying to push yeah, my, yeah, this course, bezel yeah. back onto my watch." And well, at least at least reason you, not to buy a vintage not, watch because not... the bezels fall off in the middle of meetings, and then you well, don't know what's going on it. because you spend twenty minutes trying to push this thing back on. Sure, that could also just be because it's Soviet era Russia made, <laughs> mm. and uh, yeah, it's basically the watch equivalent of a Lada Lada Riva. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking when um, regarding what I was saying uh, earlier, uh, getting close to the the the, um, uh, the 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 original attempt when they came up with this or this design, um, I think there's way more effort uh, and risk to come up with a design and uh, with an original design than trying to just a great well someone could also argue that you have so much heritage then trying to improve it it's risky and you don't want to make a mistake with, with that so yeah fine okay I'm, I'm just yeah um i'm thinking um i mean now you're also, an architect as well yeah, so all, yeah all the houses you decide you design have they got like moats and drawbridges <laughs> and things like this where you don't want to move on <laughs> No, because I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring an original design. So when it comes to original design, well, you're trying to design with your time, right? You're not trying to design a house from 1930 when you in 2021. 
that wouldn't make sense. Right. Oh, so uh, it... sorry, go on. Carry on, I go on. What were you going to say? No, I was, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I'm just giving back in, in my head uh, 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 an interesting story when it comes to vintage uh, vintage watch, but you wanted to make uh, a comment before. Well, I was going to say, so then would you say that it doesn't make sense to keep, is your logic it doesn't make sense to keep producing old designs of watches and they should be left in the past and they should just be making new designs. So things like the Speedmaster, the Submariner, things like they should be, right, we've done that watch now, we leave it and we do something totally new and totally different. I know exactly where you're going with that. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to, that's going to be a battle, but, oh my God. I can at the same time agree that uh, a 1960s design like a, a Speedmaster should know some improvement. Mm. So you should be able to buy the latest uh, a te- a technical version of it, mm-hmm. but in the same time, I will still look for the original one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so doesn't necessarily having... make sense, but that's how I am. But the thing is, like you're saying, all these original designs and modern, like you want something that's new and original and current. But I've never seen you go for someone who's like really out there with like Urwork or something like that, and gone, I like that. What do you mean? Who would, well, like Erwerk uh, or HYT, who have gone bust, by the way, so mm. they won't be around much longer. <laughs> but these new uh, modern ways of telling time, like HYT yeah. have the liquid-filled tube. Oh, yeah, well... Okay. I've never heard you go, look at that, that's awesome. That's not true. No, because you always go back to vintage designs, but one of uh, the original vintage one. It's a, because You're a complex I've, man, Thomas. Okay, because I've va- I value. Okay, so I'm I'm both a designer, so being an architect and well, let's say designer field, and at the same time I'm the son of an antique dealer family. So I have both interests. I'm interested into breaking barriers and and trying to design things that haven't been uh, well accomplished before. But in the, in the meantime, also like uh, uh, interesting objects with a background, with a story, with some heritage. So, yeah, that's that's two sides. But when do it you comes want, to do like, you, do you want to do you want to just plug your 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 business at the end of that there? Because it sounded like a yeah, great right, plug. Yeah. Being the son of an <laughs> son of an antique dealer and an architect myself, I'm trying to do this thing. Just tell you me, call me for your 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 next project. Yeah. Um, hey, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> Thank you. We'll put it in the show notes. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I, d- I wanted to, uh, uh, before we're running out of time, uh, I wanted to talk about, like, uh, uh, well, I told you about this story uh, a few years ago already, but it's just, um, just another, um, pro- I mean, another way of, of, of saying that, um, sorry, uh, vintage watches or other objects could be interesting with their heritage, their, the story that, that they came with. Um, there was a, a little free market over the weekends in, um, in Angel, uh, I mean, the, you know, in London. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I remember that guy, that guy who would sell uh, a couple of watches, not necessarily, I mean, there were a, a little bit of everything really, like some like really cheap 
second-hand watches and uh, some more interesting ones. Mm. Mostly, I would say, quite cheap ones. And uh, anyway, being also, being obviously interested in watches, I would go there every weekend and now look at what uh, what was the, 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 the daily menu. And uh, one day, he's like, oh, I need to show you something. And he was wearing an old uh, Omega, uh, I've forgotten what was the, the, the model, I apologize for that. A really simple uh, white dial with blue hands. Uh, quite small uh, diameter, probably like 34, 36 mil. And um, it appears that this watch was worn by RAF uh, pilots during World War II. Okay. And so this guy had this uh, 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 fantasy about wearing... A, so he was... Uh, well, he's, he's still... I hope, hopefully he's still alive. Because I haven't been well, I haven't seen him for many years. Uh, he he's uh, he's uh, Jew, and he fantasized the fact that the watch was worn by RAF pilots who was who were potentially fighting uh, Nazis. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's well. Anyway, that's that's his personal connection connection uh, connection. Sorry to the watch. But I was just generally interested with the the overall story that came with the watch, the fact that it was worn by yeah RAF pilots during a, a, a war time, and uh, I I tried my best to buy the watch from this gentleman, and uh, yeah he never uh, managed to uh, to give me a number because the the watch was uh, uh, he didn't inherit it uh, from 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 anyone. Just bought, bought I mean, bought it out of uh, the other watch that he would buy for for uh, for sale for business. But this special one, I mean, this one was special to him, and he yeah uh, didn't want to uh, to sell it. I can understand that though. Mm-hmm. No, I can totally understand that. So uh, as soon as. You're allowed. You're allowed out of lockdown and into the UK. You'll be straight back down there again. <laughs> I didn't go out at all for months all last year, so I've saved up all this money now. Let me buy yeah. that watch. <laughs> I'll put an extra zero to the watch value. No, I mean I don't know what happened to this gentleman because my my last few years in in uh, London, well, uh, he wasn't there. He wasn't there during weekends anymore. I'm not saying that he was hiding guy... from you because you kept hounding him to yeah. buy his watch. <laughs> He just saw you coming and just ran into the back room, just yeah. hiding out there. Anyway, I hope that I hope uh, these these uh, these nice guys tell a lie somewhere, and he carries on his uh, passion, interest. Unfortunately, well, we need to exchange contacts, so I'm not sure uh, if he's still there. But anyway, okay. Well, let's leave it there. That was a nice story. So we'll leave it on that at the end of a nice story. And, uh, <laughs> we'll catch everyone else next week so thanks guys and thanks Thomas I'll catch you later mate yep and uh, Cam we can't wait for you to be back (laughs) yeah (laughs) help (laughs) we should be left unsupervised (laughs) take care right